Okay, guys. Din din. Larry and Loretta are my neighbor Diane's cats, and they love their canned cat food. Let me see what the ingredients are here. Ocean white fish, liver, fish, fish broth, tuna. Actually, those ingredients, they're fish byproducts. Fish guts, fish livers, fish intestines, fish skins. They're what fish processors like Bergie's Seafood call trash. Inside Bergie's, a conveyor belt moves freshly caught gray sole to the fillet tables. David Stanley is vice president of operations. The skeletons are going to go to the lobstermen. Now the meat is going to go to us, the consumer. All the trimmings all go down to for cat food and animal pet food and things of that nature. Those trimmings include fish heads, skin, and any of the innards not sold for human consumption. On this day, the fillet machines are turned off because the catch is smaller, so the workers are doing all the deboning by hand. A worker coming off a shift break pauses to sharpen his knife. The next stop is a table lit from underneath. David Stanley explains. This is called the candling table. Every piece of fish goes across the candling table. Why? I'm going to show you why. A half dozen women stand at the table examining fillets. The light underneath the table illuminates the flesh, allowing them to remove any impurities. Celestino Chaka, a Burgi supervisor, says the processing plant usually produces anywhere from 1,000 to 3,000 pounds a day of what he calls chowder or trash. We have, we have all the pieces, all the trash from the fish. Everything comes from the fish after we clean them. Uh, we sell to the customer who, who make uh, pet food. They, they pay some money for that, so we keep it for them. We try to make a little money. <laughs> they make a little money, but could they make more? New Bedford Port Director Edward Anthes Washburn thinks the answer is yes. He says just look at Iceland. They're doing things like using the collagen in the fish for, for different cosmetics. But they're also doing things like using fish skin for wallets and belts and things like that. Iceland's fishing industry also is making more money, even though it's catching fewer fish. And given the catch limits on ground fishing, that's an approach that appeals to Anthes Washburn. Uh, Massachusetts and New England in general is one of the biggest biomedical and pharmaceutical areas in the country, in the world, you know, is there, are there parts of the fish that, you know, we're, we're landing in New Bedford every day that can, you know, benefit the biomedical industry? He and New Bedford's mayor, John Mitchell, signed a partnership agreement last September with the founder of the Iceland Ocean Cluster. The agreement links New Bedford with a global network to share ideas and business opportunities. It could really be a game changer for you know, some for a, for a place like New Bedford. Tor Sigvison is the cluster's founder and chairman. Since the 1980s, he says, Iceland has transformed its fish processing. The the value of the fish has has nearly doubled. The value of the whole fish, but we still have the fillet being uh, a big part of the the fish value. But the, the growth is in the byproducts. Iceland has turned fish trash into gold, and New Bedford officials are hoping to cash in too. But to do that, they'll need to make significant changes to the way fish is handled at sea and how it's processed at plants like Burgi's Seafood. For now, Burgi's is still serving up its leftovers to pet food companies, and that's just fine with my feline neighbors, Larry and Loretta. Lynn Arditi, Rhode Island Public Radio.